Good morning, everybody. Excited to talk to you today. Um, I'm going to follow up on what I started talking about last week. Um, you know, the Bible says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I uh, I believe one of the main ways he, he does that is through uh, our thought life, through planting things in our thought life at earlier stages of life that we then um, believe and affect our choices and actions and all that kind of stuff. And what I shared with you last week is that um, <clears throat> just through busyness, through uh, you know different things, through drifting from some of the cool things God's taught me over the years, um, an old standing stronghold built around a lie kind of resurrected itself in my soul. Uh, I didn't catch it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I just didn't catch it, period. And it pro I don't know. I mean, it probably affected me, quite honestly, could be for a couple of years. And, um, and, it, and it was just an old lie that came from my childhood, basically from my relationship with my father. And, uh, and, and the, the, the sound of it, and the way the Holy Spirit said it to me um, a couple weeks ago was, I'm a disappointment. And of course, the obvious thought is, I'm a disappointment to people. In other words, um, you know, you have a sense of people's expectations of you. And then, you know, you meet them sometimes, you don't meet them sometimes. And I just had a Again, a, a, it snuck back in because I felt that way with my father. Uh, I felt like I was a disappointment to him because I wasn't wired the way my older brother was and kind of the, the things that they gravitated toward and built their connection around. I just, I just wasn't that way. I was kind of a bookie kind of kid, not nerd. I mean, I played sports and all that, but uh, I just wasn't into hunting and fishing and uh, building things with my hands. And so it left me just feeling um, like I was a disappointment. Now, here's here's the thing. The Bible says, guard your heart for from it flow the issues of life. Now, here's what I'm, here's here's the important part of this, if, if it's going to benefit you. This isn't, we're not talking about a thought that you think out loud to yourself, you might say, as you go through your day. We're talking about a thought that was like seeded into your soul at an earlier stage of life. And um, it's become so much a part of the background noise in your soul that you're virtually not aware of it. You know how you can drive from home to work or work to home and you've done it so much, you just don't even notice. You just don't even notice stuff unless it's like glaringly out of the ordinary. Well, it's kind of like that in your soul. You, you have a lot of things that you believe about yourself and how you connect with others and how you earn their respect and their love and their appreciation. And, and a lot of it's based on uh, bad information, bad experiences, and um, it, it, it's beliefs. I, I, I have to perform at a certain level. For people to like me, I have to be accepted by certain people. For people to like me, I have to 
meet certain expectations for God to be pleased with me. All kinds of things. Now remember, I'm not saying you go through your day and you're thinking that, but it's you've you've thought it so long that it's a background soundtrack to your soul. And what I'm saying to you is I I'd gotten victory over this. I mean, uh, you know, in case you can't tell, I've been around a while and um uh, you know, uh, you know, my wife and I and the church that I pastored and, and all, man, we've dug into this stuff for decades. I don't mean years. I'm talking decades. And I had really gotten victory over it. And um, I believe uh, through busyness, through, uh, you know, being hurt a little bit here, there, and yonder, um, I believe it just kind of crept back up where... I'm a disappointment to people. And here's part of what I mean. I started evaluating who I am, key thought, who I am, and what I'm worthy of, you might say, based on how people around me responded to me. And I had learned to, this is how I I, I learned to see see it and say it. I, I had learned to not get my sense of identity and value, identity and value, identity, my I am. And and that's really an interesting thought, by the way. One of the ways you catch these lies is a lot of them start with I am. Uh, I am a disappointment. I am a loser. I am unattractive. I am unworthy of love. I am whatever. And, um, So I had learned to not define my identity and worth and value from the outside in, but what I learned to call from the inside out. And what I mean by that is I learned to define my identity by what God said about me. Um, So here I am a couple weeks ago, and quite honestly, like I told you last week, um, just kind of puzzled about, I, I mean, Coley and I, doing great, felt good, love what God's doing. But there was this, this, this little bit of tension, pressure. I just wasn't feeling the level of peace and rest in my soul that I had become accustomed to uh, because of the, the things that I'd learned. And I, I just couldn't, not that I was actively even pursuing it, but it was just kind of there. Well, over the last couple of weeks, as I was not feeling well with the bronchitis I mentioned to you last week, um, I had to get quiet. Remember I said to you last week, you know, there's this phrase in our culture, uh, don't just sit there, do something. Um, I would say to you, when you're, when you're re- refreshing your journey, this is what I would say to you, don't just do something, sit there. Because doing something will drive you toward defining your identity and value from what you do. Sit there makes you have to think about the I am side. The, the be, do, have makes you think about be. What am I? And so what happened is that phrase kind of climbed up in my soul again. And, and as I heard, I am a disappointment, I thought, whoa, I've gotten back to where I believe that. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing, right? And I had just gotten back to where I I believed that. And um, 
How many of you would agree with this? What you believe in your heart determines what you receive in life. What you believe in your heart determines what you receive in life. And um, remember a long time, I say a long time, back a few weeks, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Sorry about that. Uh, BTFA equals R. Remember a while back we talked about what you believe drives what you think. What you think drives how you feel. And how you feel determines how you act. And that determines the results you get. And what I what I discovered by the grace of God is that lie had kind of crept back in. And I was believing it, which affected the way I think about myself, my role, my place. It affected the way I feel, which affected the way I acted, which obviously did not create good results. And I don't mean across the board in every area of my life, but it affected me. I wasn't myself in, in, uh, to the degree I'd become accustomed to. So here's what we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks. I want to help you learn how to identify those lies that get lodged in your soul and, 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 and really create a belief, if you will, that has really, really big effects on how you think, feel, and act, which of course affects the results you get in life. So, um, we're going to have some fun doing it, and I really hope this is helpful to you. And uh, love you guys. I will see you next week. Bless you.